holidays are just around the corner, and it's time to be thinking about getting those perfect gifts for family, friends, or maybe even for yourself. We have the perfect opportunity for you to take care of that shopping list and support ACB Media at the same time. It's the ACB Media Holiday Auction. Join us on Sunday, November 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on Zoom or on ACB Media. You can bid on great, unique items like handmade crafts, collectibles, technology, and food, including those wonderful baked goods and a whole lot more. If you want to get a jump start on things, the Sneak a Peek Appetizer Auction is also back this year on November 25th and 26th. Watch your email for more details or contact Leslie Spoon. Her email address is lesliespoon at cfl.rr.com. We'll see you Sunday, November the 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific at the ACB Media Holiday Auction. Happy bidding! The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening and welcome to the Halloween edition of Tuesday Topics. (laughs) I'm Paul Edwards and welcome. We are very glad to have all of you here. If, assuming most of you haven't run away scared, uh, I've taken off my mask now so people can look at me without turning into stone. (laughs) (laughs) It's all very good, but our usual suspects, I'm very happy to report, are with us this evening. And uh, we we will begin with our our hostess with the mostest, Miss Marianne. How are you, dear? I'm well. How are you, Paul? I am well, thank you. Good to be home. Um, there's a, there's a lot of difference between doing a Tuesday topics here in my nice little bedroom and doing it uh, on a on a farm using satellite internet, um, twenty miles from nowhere in northern Arkansas. It was fun, though. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It great fun. And uh, Mr. Rick, I understand you will not be with us for the whole evening. That's correct, Paul. I'm going to go over to the Board of Publications meeting at 8 o'clock. Wow. That is very good. That should be fun. It'd be yeah. nice to, to, that the Board of Publications meeting will actually end earlier now because it's yeah, starting been, earlier. Yeah, they end about 10 o'clock now. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And we have Mr. Larry Gassman. How are you, sir? Good evening. <gasps> Happy <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> you let me much better. Let me I close the door. <laughs> That's good enough. <laughs> That's great. It's really sad that, that somebody can do that with his mouth and get away with it. <laughs> it is. It is. It's pretty scary. Mr. Yes, it Brian, is. <laughs> how are you, sir? Oh, oh, I'm a lighter shade of pale right now. <laughs> Is that similar to a darker shade of bucket? Yeah, one of those two. One of yeah. those two. A darker so, shade of bucket. You... That's that would have been a great song by Proco Harum. <laughs> darker yeah, Proko, shade of Proko bucket. Proco Harum, 1967, I think. Rick probably has it. Like that. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. I like. I like. Darker shade of bucket better. It was funny during the PCB convention, you know, they were talking about all kinds of stuff. And I don't know, Carla Hayes was talking and all of a sudden she referenced Frank Zappa. Yeah. Nice. And I I just, I said, wow. It was incongruous. Yeah. (laughs) It it was the Don't You Eat the Yellow Snow song she was referring to. (laughs) Which is why it got played. (laughs) So we are talking a little bit about Halloween for the first part of our program. Um, and, And yes, it is a day after Halloween, but that's okay. Because it will give us a chance to actually um, go over some of folks' experience. Folks's? Yeah. Some of the experience of people. I, I'm playing it folks safe now. Folks-eye. Folks-eye. I like that. Folks-eye, um, right? Folks-eye. I think so. Um, <laughs> anyway, their experience um, with Halloween this year. Um, is Halloween changing? Are, 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 are people doing Halloween differently? Uh, how do blind parents handle Halloween? 
how do sighted parents handle Halloween with blind kids? Um, and, 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 you know, really, um, what has your experience of Halloween been? Is it a fun thing? Is it something you look forward to? Is it something that you despise? It's a, it's um so I think lots of issues. Um, Brian, what, do, do you have Halloween memories that, that on on uh, ESPN yesterday, people were saying, were, were asking each other the various hosts and things because they had a lot of time to fill since it wasn't a baseball game. So <laughs> they they were asking each other, um, what was what was the most amazing uh, Halloween experience you ever had? So so Brian, what was the most amazing Halloween experience you ever had? It was a a teenage youth party where I played the part in the haunted house that was part of the whole event. I played the part of a corpse. It was just <laughs> lovely, lying there on a lab, all dolled up. Like Did I'd you remember your lines well? Oh, I, I am so good at that. But <laughs> what was really amazing is people kept coming by and touching my hand, and I was so damn cold, I'm sure I felt as cold as a corpse. It was uh, very fine, very fine indeed. That, and when I was very young, my mother loved to dress the five of us kids up. And everything was a homemade costume. No, none of this store-bought stuff. My older brother, who's about four inches taller than me, and I'm six feet tall, uh, dressed up as Morticia Adams. Nice. <laughs> he was always good in drag. Uh, one year he went <laughs> as, uh, uh, who was it? Um, Marilyn Monroe, I think it was. Anyway, nice. um, <laughs> but I went as a headsman. I had a black cowl over my head, wore a white jacket with a big black belt with a big silver buckle in the front. And here's where I felt rather ridiculous. I also wore red tights. <laughs> so that's my memory from the old days of Halloween. And that in that today is my baby brother's birthday. So we frequently had a birthday party for him instead of going trick-or-treating. Uh, and that was great fun. Oh, that's sensible. All right. Uh, Mr. Larry, twin boys in the house, both visually impaired. Did you guys Halloween when you were kids? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. And, and, and But most of the neighbors knew us because we used to ride bikes up and down the sidewalk and run over grass and flowers and stuff. And so there were always phone calls saying, could you get those guys out of the ivy, please? <laughs> <laughs> so they knew us well, you know, and and it was I th I can't really think of many exciting costumes we wore. I think I wore a I was saying this the other day, a, a, a I think I dressed up a long time ago as Merlin the magician and I had a mask on, but I didn't work out very well cuz I couldn't see out of it. Uh but but it was fun to do, but the mask was hot. I still remember that to this day. I mean, it wasn't stolen. It was just figuratively hot, you know. <laughs> but, but I think my favorite Halloween memory was one year we got, this is about the time I discovered tape recorders and we got speakers up in the house and put them up and and and, and when the kids came the little kids trick-or-treat you know we did something like i did earlier welcome thanks for being here and i cleared the porch <laughs> <laughs> the porch got cleared it was fun stuff yeah yeah i enjoyed i enjoyed that we didn't dress up that often but we did have fun when when i had one little girl at home um, we, I did, I did the speaker thing and, mm -hmm. and had microphones inside and, and, the, and the mixer and lots of reverb on just as you did. And, and we, we would do all sorts of things. But in addition to that, um, Sirius XM <clears throat> has a Halloween channel, sure, mm -hmm. um, which has, which has all kinds of creepy music and the sounds of ghosts and chains and zombies and, um, various, various, it, it exciting friends oh yeah you can invite over to your house um with with speakers that you put outside and and we did that and it oh, was yeah. it was great fun 
it, and it, uh, it really did scare the little kids. I mean, I felt a little bit bad because a couple of a couple of them ran away from the house <laughs> screaming. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times we did radio shows and Halloween sound effects, and Disney had a great sound effects album, which everybody mm-hmm. takes and uses and steals from. You hear it all the time every year, and we use that mm-hmm. a lot because it was just good, fun stuff. It was enjoyable. And in terms of costumes, the only costume that I can actually remember is is dressing up as a ghost, which meant putting a white sheet over my head. And that was very exciting. I guess I was never much of a much of a much of a Halloween ghost person. So that's the way that went. Miss um, hmm, Marianne, um, I don't really have a favorite um, Halloween. I'm just never a big fan of Halloween. But we did go out, um, and when I was a parent, we went out as um, a group usually so neighbors and their kids and all that would take our kids out um and and i did go out and i remember that my we 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 always back in the day you know halloween was still safe you know you yeah you went out you brought a sack full of candy back to your mom and you went back out and got more you come back and there'd be no more peanut butter cups because she'd eat them all Ever, yeah, but I, I, you know, I didn't really love Halloween. I think for me, it was always I uh, too visual. You know, I, I couldn't really um, conceptualize what the costumes look like too much. So, at at the at the place that I worked, um, I I guess one of the more interesting Halloween memories was um, the the student union at the college where I worked had a Halloween party. And one of the features of that Halloween party was one of these ducking machines where you put somebody up in a, in a chair suspended over a pool. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and, and for that, that's called a dunk tank. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, Now, you know, I really thought I was pretty popular with my, with the kids who were in my department. But those kids paid immense amounts of money to knock me into that tank, <laughs> and they and they did it repeatedly, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and there I was wearing my my dress and my toilet paper and my high heeled shoes. <laughs> oh, what I wouldn't give to see that. <laughs> and they just <laughs> and and they would they would come up to me and they say. Boy, am I gonna get you now, sir? <laughs> <laughs> it was great. No repercussions. No. Know, this this Halloween was a little odd in several ways for me. One was, of course, what took place in South Korea. Yes. Uh, that oh, I just can't imagine uh, that kind of thing taking place. So, kind of for me, kind of like. Uh, 9-11, that Halloween will always bring back that memory of those poor people, what, 155 dead and 100 plus uh, seriously wounded, uh, all in the name of getting out and partying. Well, and uh, and really all all in in the name of going out for the first major time since COVID. Exactly, exactly. And mostly young people between, uh, yes, teenagers up to about thirty, thirty-five years of age. So that yep. that's part of what I will remember Halloween for in the future. But I've got a funny story about Halloween here, sir. I my uh, uncle married uh, a woman while he was in the service. She was Japanese, so. Married her in Japan, moved here to the United States, um, not knowing much about American customs. And on Halloween evening, um, he wasn't at home till quite late at night because he had to stay late at the base. And when he got home, there was a big bowl of candy on the coffee table in the living room. And it turned out that my aunt, uh, doorbell rang, she went, children were there holding out bags of candy, and she said, oh, thank you very much, and took one candy from this bag, (laughs) 
and closed the door. And over the course of the evening, she had a big haul of candy she had to explain to her husband. <laughs> nice American custom. <laughs> children, well, very fit, very generous, very generous. Get candy every year. Oh. <laughs> uh, nice American custom. Now, this year, you know, my house abuts against the uh, newest uh, grade school here in Watertown. Mm-hmm. And on Saturday evening, uh, which was an absolutely gorgeous day here in, you know, upper 60s, just really nice. They do something here called a trunk or treat. The parents come in their cars, open the trunks of their cars, all decorated Halloween-ish, and the kids go trunk to trunk trick-or-treating instead of around the neighborhoods. Uh, so it becomes this outdoor party for the, for the kids of uh, grade school age uh, with lots of parental support and uh, they get all dressed about all that kind of stuff. I think that's kind of a neat tradition. So Rick, do you have anything like to add to Halloween before you take off for Bob? No, I was just going to talk about trunk or treat, you know, <laughs> I, I I didn't I never heard of trunk or treat till about two years ago, and all of a sudden everybody's talking about how it's something that they always did. Uh, you know, when when my kids were little, we used to have the at the Catholic uh, grammar school. They always had a big Halloween party, which was always a lot of fun. And and um, one of the funnest things um, you can do at Halloween uh, that I that I've done in the last several years, did a few years ago, was Disney Disney World has a, uh, and I imagine Larry Disneyland probably does this too, has a Halloween party where you, you know, it's a special ticketed event and they've got trick-or-treat stations all over the place. And you just walk up to the cast member and you say trick-or-treat and they give you a candy. And But it's all these great sponsors like M&M Mars and, you know, nice. it, 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 it's all good stuff. And, That's cool. <laughs> You know, you, mm. you you leave there with like ten pounds of candy. You know, you're mm. you got to bring your own bag. And uh, the the other thing I remember when I was a little kid, Ronnie, my brother Ronnie, three years younger than me, he was born on my birthday, three years you know younger than me. And he was the popular, <laughs> he was the popular one in the neighborhood. You know, I was kind of the quiet kid, and I'd I'd go around maybe ten houses and come home, just have a little stash. Ronnie would come back, and I mean, he would just you know, his thing would just be overflowing mm. so i'd wait for ronnie to go to bed and i'd, I'd just go raid his stuff <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd take all the stuff i didn't like and i would throw it in his stuff you know <laughs> we, we we had a woman in the neighborhood um never knew her name she had a pink house and she always wore black and she was an older woman and we were all deathly afraid of this woman um and at Halloween, you know, she used to give out trick-or-treat stuff, but she wouldn't put her, she wouldn't even put her light on on the front porch. So that only kind of, kind of, you know, made us even more scared, you know? Uh-huh. And, uh, but anyways, I'm now, sure, she, I'm parents, sure she, she was a very nice lady. Did your parents confiscate what you brought home and insisted on sorting it to make sure oh. nothing was tampered with? Yes. Yes. Always that, there was there was the the bowl. Yeah, that, that my was mother put things in. That was yeah, their that, excuse that was, to get what they yeah, liked. That was a ruse. Exactly. Yeah. It was a total ruse. <laughs> that was, I watched a YouTube ruse. video yesterday yeah. where they were debunking commonly held beliefs that have no basis in reality. <laughs> and one of them was this whole business of putting a razor blade in apples or uh-huh. needles and yeah. apples and that kind of stuff. Apparently, there is no documented proof that that ever occurred. There was a guy out in California who thought it was funny, and he put a laxative tablet in everybody's oh bag when they went by. Um, and then there was a woman nice out here guy. on, the, nice on guy. the west, mm. on the east coast, who who filled bottle caps uh with i can't remember it was something like rat poison or something oh my, like oh that my gosh. and 
wrapped it up in foil and put a skull and crossbones on it. Uh, she, she, she spent time in the Huskow, but yeah. those were the only yeah. two significant events that anybody oh. could find in reality. You know, Rick, said you send send me to jail. I mean, I told you it was poison. Yeah, <laughs> Rick, you mentioned Halloween a little earlier, and I asked John. I said, "Did they? Does Disney have a party?" And he said, "Not that I know of. I know they've got a they've got a huge Christmas thing because he does candlelight, right. uh, but they didn't do anything around Halloween. Not, not, Knott's Berry Farm, which is the other big thing in 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 Buena Park, about where I live. This is twenty years ago. I remember coming home from work." on access which is our transportation system and coming near our house we i we, we had to go the back way we could not get in because there were so many people they'd renamed it not scary farm instead of not scary yep. farm but they renamed it and i mean That's there cute. were people all over the place we couldn't get near what do you want no, what they, I, I misunderstood you they do have both florida and here we have month-long yeah. parties so you do yeah, have yeah. Halloween. After, but you yeah, have to pay events. Right, you get so special ticketed events yeah. after the park yeah, closes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We got that right now. You can go away now, John. We had to get both brothers involved. <laughs> yeah, this and he's actually still working now. now. <laughs> I'm, uh, hey, John, you got a call. I heard it. Run, run. <laughs> he just told me to do something with myself. I don't he think that's possible. Sound, he does sound just like you. Larry. I'm sorry to hear that. Did you think that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's what to treat our, our technician. <laughs> what Larry and John do for Halloween is they dress up like each other. <laughs> yeah. It's boring for us. <laughs> and 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 then they offer. Then they do a raffle as to who can guess who is who. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a while. It does. It does. So <clears throat> let me just ask you guys one more question, and then after that we're going to open it up a little bit so folks can think about getting their hands raised so that they'll be ready for that. Um, but the question I wanted to ask you guys is 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 – how you felt as a blind person growing up about Halloween. And in the case, I guess, just of Marianne and me, how did you feel as a, as, as a parent doing Halloween? So who wants to start? I'll start because yep. I don't have that much to say. You know, I'll get done, done with me. I, I, <laughs> as, as, as I said before, as a kid, I just felt like a little left out. Like I couldn't, you know, I just didn't have right. any concept of what people look like. But as a parent, you know, I could touch my kids. I mean, I, I didn't have any, you know, just get them dressed and, and I loved it. You know, I loved, yeah. I, I loved that whole, you know, and my brain kind of made up some of the things I, I was missing. I think my, my uh, mind's eye kind of made up what I might've been missing in the visuals, but, but I could hug them and touch them and I loved their joy in it, you know? So as a parent, I loved it. And your position was kind of was kind of the same as mine. I think I I didn't love Halloween when I was a kid. Well, I didn't have a lot of it either, um, because I moved away from the U.S. when I was thirteen, um, and 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 Canada, and then. But when when we moved back here, my kids were all pretty young, and and Halloween was much more real up here. And I and and I enjoyed going out with them some of the time. Yeah, I'm not I sure they it. loved my going out with them. Uh, I'd have to ask them, um, but I'm not sure they loved it. I think but, my kids enjoyed it. I think they yeah. enjoyed my company. Um, yeah, and I and I loved it. So. Yeah, it was cool. So, uh, <coughs> Mr. Larry, what about what about Halloween for you? How as a blind person? Uh, I enjoyed it as a as a kid. I used to enjoy going out and and talking to people and I used to love to talk to sighted people who didn't know me because they sometimes wouldn't talk to me so I would push the, the envelope and, nice. and talk to them purposely so that they would have to answer mm -hmm. me I enjoyed that because I thought aha I'm going to make you talk to me uh, cool. I, but I don't think they That's talked to me cool. for the rest of the year so I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but as a, as a well I, I, Melinda and I never had kids but Yep. I always enjoyed Halloween much more so when she was alive because 
I enjoyed watching her because she we both love kids, but she really loved kids and and just enjoyed being there with them and talking to them, asking them what they were wearing mm-hmm. and 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 she of course had had sight before so she could certainly understand what mm-hmm. something looked like. She, I had to still have it described to some degree because I'd never seen it. So I enjoyed that. Now now sometimes we're gone on Halloween, sometimes not. Mm-hmm. Last night. We had friends in who came from, uh, one came from Texas, and she cooked for us because she said, I want to. So she did. She did. And it was great fun. We hadn't seen them in a long time. And normally we have 50 to 75. And when Melinda was alive, we had 100 kids. Last night, we didn't have one. She, She saw people in costume going up and down the street, but none of them came by our particular tract, and, and that's because most of them went to the school and to the park and to yep. other organized places where Halloween is 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 right. still safe. there, safe, yeah, mm-hmm. which is sad, few. yeah, and yeah. it's sad. So we have all this candy now, and gosh, we don't know what to do with it. Oh. We'll figure it <laughs> we have, out. We have lots of we have lots of candy left here too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's 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 pretty amazing. Um, and um, Mr. Brian, Halloween as a blind person? I didn't have any problem with it one way or the other. You know, you, I was blinded when I was 11. So, you know, it was kind of uh, pre-blindness and post-blindness mm-hmm. in my world. And the post-blindness, I have very little memory of that. Because Halloween is, is for a kid, a pretty visual thing you know um but as (coughs) an adult i love being by the front door even if i only get six ten kids a season yep i love being by the front door um i enjoy hearing about what the kids are wearing um i actually had a neighbor who was uh low vision and she had a little girl who was a type one diabetic now, it's not fun being a type 1 oh, diabetic. It is on not. Oh, it is not. It is not. So one of the things we would do when they were our neighbors is we'd hold a, a Halloween party for one here at our home for her. So I got to look at little girls' costumes for about four years. So I got to see princesses and unicorns and cheerleaders. It, it was great fun. She enjoyed showing me what she was wearing. And having somebody really appreciate, so I—that's uh, that's a very, cool. very good memory for me. Now this year, the oddest thing that we had show up on the front porch was a unicorn princess. Apparently, this child could not make up his mind which <laughs> was going to be a unicorn or a princess. So she was a unicorn princess. But the funniest one over the years was somebody showed up as a traffic cone. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen uh, had a pointed orange hat on their head and uh, this outfit that got bigger and bigger as you approached the ground all in traffic cone orange it was really quite hilarious especially trying to see them walk up the four steps to my porch that awesome. thing I bet that was something awful <laughs> Well, Miss Marianne, do we have any folks who have raised hands? I believe you do. Melody oh. has her hand raised. There you go, Melody. You wait. Unmute. Oh. Hello. Um, Hello there. It's been a while. I I had a peach face lovebird as a, a little girl, and we used to play with the pumpkins, and we were carving them. It's one of the few memories. I have of my father that are okay enough. And we would pull the pumpkin pulp out and the seeds and this little thing, he would we'd hear the beat clacking on that we got to feed him as a baby. And, you know, when he grew up, we'd put the seeds in the bowl and things. And this little thing would gorge himself on the pumpkin seeds. Nice. He was only supposed to live to be 12. He lived to be 14. He passed in 2006. And so I grew up with him and he would gorge so that the crawl would actually fill up and you could put the hand, your hand on it and feel, you know, and it was, <laughs> it was uncomfortable the whole night and we get little presents later when you, yeah. <laughs> More thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was kind of, you couldn't really stop him, you know, because we had him everywhere all over the newspapers. And um, later, when Sean and I, I think it was the second time we found each other, 
in in middle school, he introduced me to Harry Potter by high school. So of nice. course I had, had braces when I was 14 to 16 and he dressed up as Harry and I was Hermione and it was kind of right before we really figured out who we actually were as what was thought. And it was kind of, my mom was getting all these shades and these glasses and he's, oh, I already found a pair, you know, and <laughs> we'd gone to a dance after school and she was helping us get all made up and it was kind of, oh, really, come on, let's just get over there, get it over with. <laughs> But Halloween was not really one of either of our favorite holidays. And now so many holidays, I just have to sit here alone and he's got a niece. He's going to have another one. You know, his, his family's awesome. He got to go and see the little girls in their costumes last night. And ah, I see you on your fine mice eight miles away. I'm sorry, I'm not with you, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those tough, I'm the older one, but look what's going on, you know. One of the interesting things is, is, is that a lot of teenagers who are like 15 and 16 still seem to like to trick or treat these days, which is, which is always interesting to me. Um, they do. But, and sometimes they have their babies with them. And, yes. and, you know, they're getting candy for themselves and they, oh, let's get it for the baby while they're too young. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, so tell me about, tell me about carving pumpkins uh, because we hadn't talked about that at all until you brought it up. So that's a good point. Um, did you did, did you actually do some of the carving yourself with your dad? I did not. I've had a, a fear of knives until I started using things not constructively. Um, mm-hmm. But I he 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 had a creative side. This is what's so tough. Mm-hmm. Um, he made a decided to take it to the Ohio State School for the Blind, but he took some of the pumpkin pulp and put it on the end of a coat hanger. And put it in the one side of the pumpkin so you could turn it and look like the pumpkin had a tongue. And he, he carved the mouth and the lips and oh, the teeth. Cool and it was that? kind of like the tongue was licking and you could stick it in and turn it and the tongue would stick it out and people got to feel it and play with it. So <laughs> it was a really good idea. And you could, he would try to do things that we could feel. And this is, you know, he tried. <laughs> yeah, that's excellent. That's great. That's excellent. That's great. Very good. Thank you, Miss Melody. We appreciate it. We'll probably hear from you during the second Madison Avenue portion. So we will look forward to that. Ralph has his hand raised. Very good, sir. Go ahead. All right, Paul, I have a question. When you dressed up, did you wear a a black dress? Uh, Yes. You know, some women do look good in black. So, (laughs) Thank you. I, I, I am so glad that I that I was appreciated. <laughs> well, there you go. When when we lived when we lived in Gluckstadt, we didn't have any trick or treaters to come by. Mm-hmm. So when we moved to Brandon, the first year we had 155 children to come by this oh house. My goodness, I, I counted them. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, over the years, I would sit out front. Uh, of course, I didn't yesterday because of another issue. But anyway, uh, one year this guy dressed up as Garth. Vader, I mean Garth, uh, uh, Darth Vader, Darth Vader, and I mean he was. It was. Uh, I don't know how much that costume cost. Can you still hear me? Yeah, we can. Yeah. You're 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 doing I, good. My, I was getting a phone call. Okay. Uh, anyway, he had the hood. I mean, it, it was elaborate, and it's like, man, people spend a lot of money on these. Costumes. Some of them they but do. Anyway, yes, they do. But what I would do uh, was. <laughs> Uh, you know, I can't see well, so the children would walk up, and I'd reach, you know, reach in the uh, bowl and get the candy and reach over. And sometimes I'd have trouble finding their bags, you know, and I wouldn't try to touch the children or whatever. But mm-hmm. anyway, most, you know, most, but they understood, so it was, it was all good. But that was amazing that for, to go from zero to one fifty-five the first year, yeah, and it dropped up to like one hundred and thirty-five or something. But anyway, uh, this. Uh, for the past several years now, our church has been doing the trunk or treat. And what mm-hmm. we do is uh, we, all the uh, people who drive, you know, they park their cars in the church parking lot. We also have bounce houses, a cakewalk, and all kind of little games that as you go along and get your, you play a game, you know, whatever. So what I do now is uh, there's a table set up for me and I write people's names in Braille. And then nice. alphabet cards and sitting there Sunday evening and, you know, it starts around four 30 and for a few minutes, there's nothing 
in here, and I'm thinking, oh, boy, this is going to be good. And was, Man, the floodgates opened. <laughs> and it was like, people coming by and said, what are you doing? I said, I write people's names in Braille and hand out that. And I wrote, gave them to the children. And uh, a couple of children says, he wrote my name right. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, you know. Mm-hmm. So there you go. One guy comes up with his little girl and he says, How much how much does this cost? And I told him it was free. He said, oh, how cool is that? Okay. So we had a we had a good time with that. We ran out of cakes for the cakewalk, so that was pretty uh well attended. So you know, a lot of people brought cakes and such. But it, it was a nice, uh nice setup. Yeah, all the children were dressed up in costumes. My little buddy was dressed up as Forrest Gump with a beard and all that. So, oh, nice! It, it was it was fun, and it, you know, a good wholesome atmosphere. And mm-hmm. people, uh, little children wanted. We only could allow two people at a time in the bounce house. So you know, you get you can't have a dozen children getting in there all at once and knock oh. each other in the head. That so. So anyway, uh, it was a lot of fun. And growing up, you know, we'd go in the neighborhood. I, I didn't worry about costumes then. I just go and get candy and such. I <laughs> got it. So <laughs> anyway, it, it, it was fun. And there were there were two or three of you who were visually impaired in your family, right? Who were going out trick or treating as kids? Yes. Yeah. Well, mostly uh, my, my brother Melvin and my sister Sarah and I. We were the trick or treaters, I guess. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. For the most part. Anyway, uh, we had we had fun with that, and the neighbors were good. And um, uh, like I said, I didn't we didn't do that yesterday because I helped Sunday at trunk or treat, and I figured mm-hmm. that was enough. To- <laughs> no, I think somebody so. uh, in our neighborhood, not on the road, but someone. Uh, somebody got hit by, by a, car, oh. a little boy. So that's why a lot of children didn't come by our street, uh, evidently. But, the, you know, I, I, they said he's going to make a full recovery. So evidently, evidently, the driver wasn't driving too rapidly. But anyway, that puts a damper on things, doesn't it? It like does. A, a, you know, accident like that. But still, I, I truly had fun Sunday. That was so good. I, so I figured... Did- one of the Excuse things me? that goes on one of the things that goes on at Halloween parties, and I don't know if it still does, is when we were growing up, they used to have bobbing for apples. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh-huh. I don't think we had that. I did that. Yeah. Uh, I had no that. problems finding them. Yeah. No, uh, no. Oh, I'm sure I found them better yeah, than most. Me too. People. Yeah. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. I think uh, and I think that was I, one I, of the areas we had an advantage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I know with all the people that parked their cars, the, these children Sunday would have had bags full of candy. I mean, because they were yeah, we're just throwing it in bags and such. It's like, wow. Uh, <clears throat> and it was a good, yeah. you know, uh, safe atmosphere. And that, that, made it, that made it work. Think of all those kids with and our, sugar our, highs. <laughs> Our our preacher, our pastor, he dressed mm-hmm. up as Moses in the long flowing robe, and he right? Nice. Sharing the Ten Commandments with him. Oh, how cool! So it was, and he was walking around, you know, through the through the proceedings. And of course, you know, we had to have food because, so we had a food oh, line. Yeah. So I I get my ticket, and I'm headed over toward the food place, and so I, I pick up a hot dog. And I said, where are the condiments? And of course, you know, you know what sighted people will say. Mm-hmm. Over there. Over there. Right over there. I said, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, where is over there? So, but yeah, you know, the, the, most people know I can't do well and it's it all works out. So it's fun. It is that. It is that. It's oh, my Halloween excellent. story. Thank you, Mr. Ralph. Thanks for calling. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Miss Marianne, do we have other tapes? We have Starry. Hi. Hello there. Hello. So So let's hear a story. (laughs) I have no story. Just um just a bit about how my Halloween was when I was a kid. 
and how it was uh, when I was in university. So I was a sighted kid for Halloween. So I dressed up as things like uh, Xena, warrior princess from the dead. So I was zombie. Uh-huh. And ah. uh, Queen Amidala one year. And I don't remember what my brother, my older brother, went as when I was Xena, but when I was uh, Queen Amidala, and that head thing, it kept falling down over my face. My <laughs> brother was, uh, I want to say he was Darth Sith, the one with the horns and the red face and the mark. Nice. Yep. Yeah. And his mask pulled all the way over his head. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> lucky him <laughs> nice but uh i didn't do bobbing for apples and that was even before you started getting those commercials about uh meningococcal meningitis from kissing mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, um, when i was in uh university they did trunk or treat for the parents who had kids come in the one or two of the school parking lots so that's that's halloween for me and uh also the um honor the honors club always did a haunted tour thing where you went in and it was all dark and you walk through and they would try to scare you. And I was always mm-hmm. giggling because it was always funny. And people mm-hmm. would be like, why are you laughing? Why are you not scared? Exactly. I cannot tell you how many haunted houses I went through and didn't get even remotely scared in I any of them. I think it's a visual thing, too. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No well, no question. Uh, by the time I went to university, I had already lost most of my sight because I lost mm-hmm. it around my 17th birthday. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I couldn't see what was going on in the haunted house. Uh, so what actually scared me was one time they had this um, this young woman and all she had to do was slowly walk towards you and say, you want to play with me? want to stay with me forever now that was creepy because um, <laughs> i didn't know which direction she was coming from and it was dark you know so that, yep. that yeah now that's for, that's from a movie somewhere but i don't remember which movie um and uh, but but i've but i've heard it before yeah. so yeah it is it's weird thing yes so so, story. Did you do trick or treating last night, any way or the other? Nope, I stayed home in my apartment. That's what I did. Nice, nice. Well, thank you so much for calling and sharing with us. We're we are overjoyed we that you're here. Thank, thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Albert has his hand raised. Hey, Albert. I wonder if that's from Illinois. Albert, you can unmute. All the audio now unmuted. Okay. Thank you so much. I I do remember everybody uh, making jack o' lanterns, uh, and and uh, we of course uh, weren't able to independently do it. We we needed to help mm-hmm. with it. Um, our our school building. Um, had the dorms and the classrooms all together in one building. Mm-hmm. It was a great big, uh, rambling four-story building. There were, I think, three teachers who had little apartments right in the school building. So we got to trick or treat them. Oh, that's pretty go. cool. Yeah, and then uh, after that one uh, thing is going to university. The the first year, I'm sure it was. Um, Someone took a pumpkin and instead of carving a face, they carved a peace symbol. And so, oh, oh nice. Yeah, somewhere I've, I've got a picture of myself holding that pumpkin with a peace symbol in it. <laughs> That's excellent. Now, you were at the, the Illinois School for the Blind, Albert? No, no, actually, it was oh. the Wisconsin School up in. Oh, in Janesville. Yeah. Wisconsin, my native state. Nice. There you that, go. There you that go. Is, that is excellent. 
I, I remember going to Madison when they were trying to to close the Janesville school down, and we told them not yeah. to. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Wow, there was a big lobbying group they put together yep. at the Capitol. Yeah, yep. I yep. was there. Yeah, that, that, that Capitol building is really something. It is. It yeah. is. Lots of marble. The, the other the other thing is there's a hotel in Madison. I'll never find it again. That has the best corned beef hash in the world. <laughs> All the important things in life. I I, yeah, it, I I have memories like that too. Somehow or other, I can't remember things I should, but I can remember exactly. a good meal. Exactly. <laughs> I would like to ask: does, does Yes, sir. Anyone, does anyone have a costume now, as an adult, that they wear uh, anytime on Halloween? Um, I do not. Um, Brian, I did for some time because I was christened the computer wizard and my mother, uh, and, uh, my twin, well, my Irish twin sister uh, were seamstresses. So they made this incredible, uh, gold lame tunic over which was a bottle blue, um, crushed velvet cape and the hat and all the nine yards so i had that nice. for maybe wow. 20 years but it 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 died a grisly death in one of the myriad oh, no. little uh floods mm-hmm. in this house but i got to wear it uh when the second harry potter book came out god how many years ago was that anyway when the second one came came out national braille press invited kim and i over because they were going to do a grand opening of the Braille copies they had produced right. the same hour that they were made available in print to the sighted world. So I got to wear it there. Uh, and I also got to wear it at an event. Actually, I got a picture of me getting an AER award wearing that damn thing. So it, it got a lot of use. It got a lot of use. That's excellent. So, Marianne, did you ever have one? Nope. 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 Um, Larry? No? No, I did not. No? Um, Rick, still with us? stick in the mud. Yeah. I have a pair of chestnut-shaded shoes, sort of, and I got a pair of bib bib overalls. Yeah. And I'm I'm working on getting a straw hat to be a farmer. There you go. I think that would be excellent, Albert. And and and, and and you've and you've got the voice for it too, you know. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a compliment. Absolutely, that is a compliment. It is, <laughs> Mr. Albert. Thank you very much for sharing your Halloween memories with us. Thank we appreciate all. it. Yep. Bye, Marianne. Anybody else? No, not right now. Very good. Then I get to tell my pumpkin story. You do. I do. Uh, that was a question mark. I think I heard. (laughs) (laughs) I heard a question mark at the end of Paul. Yeah, it was. (laughs) It wasn't a definitive yes. Go ahead. It was. It it was a. It it was a pretty assertive. (laughs) I get to tell my pumpkin story now. (laughs) I haven't. Yeah. When you go picking a pumpkin in a pumpkin patch, which uh, was pretty traditional out in Oregon where I grew up. Um, you know, you, you wandered around trying to find the biggest, best shape nicely and all that kind of fun stuff. Now, as an ad- adult, not quite so much, but we were determined to decorate our first home for Halloween. So we went out to where the big pumpkin patch was, and there was a sign that said uh, something like, $8 any pumpkin. So we scoured, and mm-hmm. I found a pumpkin that weighed uh, 90 pounds. Oh, oh my gosh. 90-pound <laughs> pumpkin. And I rolled it out of the uh, pumpkin patch, which was several acres. I rolled it to the street <laughs> where the car was parked, and the guy that was to collect money said, oh, that doesn't apply to those pumpkins. Oh. Oh. It, it sure as hell does. <laughs> Sign says $8 any pumpkin. So uh, I'm there and uh, he's he's angry and he's going. He went back over to his 
shack that was right there at the roadside to get somebody else to come get that pumpkin from me. Well, I lay down on the ground and uh, Kim and Vicky rolled the pumpkin onto my chest and I bench pressed <laughs> it into the back seat of our car. <laughs> so I got this 90 pound pumpkin in the back of the car and the guy comes back with, the, with another guy and they want this pumpkin. You can't have it, I said, and I pull on it on one way. We're taking it. They pull it on the other way. And eventually, I just let go. And they pulled it out and smashed onto the side of the road. It went shattered into a million pieces. Wow. I didn't get my pumpkin. But they didn't either. That's right. And did you, and, and did you go and get another one? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Good. But when not from them. Not from them, and not nearly as big uh, anywhere else. <laughs> I think you learned your lesson about big. <laughs> it was great fun. Good memory. So Halloween, I, I guess, is now spreading a lot to other countries. Um, and, of course, we have another holiday coming up this weekend in the U.K., um, do, do we all know about that one? Guy Fox. Yes. Isn't it? Guy Fox. It is. Yep. yep. Guy Fox Day. And, um, and people and, dress and, up as him, do they not? They and do. And, well, and that kind of stuff. Right. And there are loads, lots of bonfires. Yeah. Um, all, all over the country. Um, and, and I guess that there are now, listening to a program today there are now lots of fireworks as well <clears throat> associated with guy fox day um and and uh, you know the the guy fox is, is that that the holiday is named after was an interesting character yes he was a he was a a, a catholic sympathizer who thought that soon after king james the first became king of england <clears throat> it would be fun to blow up the parliament buildings. Yeah. So, yeah. So he had, uh, he was turned in by, by one of the folks who was involved in the plot. And um, one, one of the, one of the, he was one of the last instances of a, of a very, a very obnoxious way of putting somebody to death. He was, um, Drawn and quartered. quartered. Yes, he was. Yeah. It's uh, not pretty. Ugh. Not pretty. But but Guy Fawkes Day is fun. Um, and uh, it's November the 5th every year. Hmm. Well, holidays are interesting. You know, um, almost all of them are either religious-based or some kind of, uh, what's what I'm looking for, you know, based on the heavens, so to speak, you know, the time of year, that kind of right. longest day, shortest day, all that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. I, I always thought that it'd be nice just to have uh, a holiday that was a truly family-oriented day. But it's hard to come up with a holiday that everybody wants to celebrate. Very, very hard. We celebrate, uh, in, in the Lutheran Church, we celebrate uh, October 31st as Reformation Day. That was when... There you go. May of 95 theses on Catholic Church. And oh, well, that's interesting. In 1517, Mr. Uh, Mr. Anderson, yeah. You're correct. Now, you've got to be yeah. careful at doing any kind of trivia about history with Paul. You understand? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's got all I, the history down. I like I, I like history, I, I, and I like the <clears throat> I like the Gutenberg theses too. They were they were they were pretty cool. They were fun, um, and and the Catholic Church very much deserved what they got at that point too. They they had they were they 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 were not exactly behaving in an appropriately religious no. fashion. That's often they are not. <clears throat> yeah. And they celebrate all souls and all saints right now. They do uh, uh, today, as as today. it happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All Souls Day, All Saints Day, depending on what you call it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and of mm -hmm. course, there are all kinds of traditions that um, that surround what what happens 
to uh, uh, on Halloween <clears throat> coming through to All Saints Day in terms of in terms of the way that spirits are free to wander the world. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then, and then yeah. eventually, and eventually are put back uh, where they belong during All Saints Day. So, yeah, it's, uh, there are all kinds of traditions surrounding surrounding Halloween, and and that 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 go beyond just um, you know just celebrating and 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 water dunking. It was a it was a pretty serious holiday for quite a while. So here I live in Massachusetts. Can you imagine mm-hmm. what things were like today in Salem, Massachusetts? You bet nobody dressed up as a witch. Two hundred thousand people there today. Yep. Yeah. Uh, probably more than one hundred and fifty thousand of them dressed up in one form yep. or another. Yep. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Totally crazy. One of the interesting things about Salem is the police cars, you know, where you'd have a logo on the side of a police right, car, a right. medallion or something. It has a witch on broomstick as <laughs> a logo goodness. on the side of the police cars. They they milk this day for everything. During the course of this month, they will have had one million visitors. Yeah, That's I would a lot I, of Halloween. I would visit Salem. Yeah, but but I would expect to ride on a broomstick. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't arrive by car because you couldn't get within ten miles of Salem. Uh, you had to get so far, park, and ride a bus. There's no way you could get into town mm, otherwise. That's right. I'll I'll just I'll just ride in on a broomstick. That's fine with me. I can deal with that. Either, either that, or either that, or a Quidditch stick. No, no, no. Yeah. See, that's down in your neck of the woods. <laughs> there you are. Yeah, uh, I thought Harry that was Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, down at Harry Potter land, yep. down, down in Florida yeah. way. I've never been there, by the way. Oh. What? Read all Harry the Harry Potter, Potter books. I have too. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not that's not Disney. That's what's the other Universal Universal Studios? Yeah, yeah we have yeah. Harry Potter yeah. here, yeah, as well. Ah, see, I didn't even know there was a Universal Studios on the West Coast. Uh huh, has been for a long time. See, I don't think it's as old as Disney, but it's been there quite a while. Huh, that's amazing. See, you learn something every day. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. So, so, anybody else with raised hands? Nope. You know, oh, when we, you said raised hands. Well, we just oh. got a hand raised. Yeah, Miss Williams wants to tell us something yeah. else. We got story back. Yeah. Hey, story. Actually, I have a question. What's yes, a Quidditch stick? Oh, it's <laughs> a good question. Have you not, have you read the Harry Potter books? Absolutely. And they all play Quidditch on broomsticks. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I was calling the, the, the broomstick a broomstick Quidditch stick. stick. Yeah. Quidditch stick. Yeah. Right. He's got all kinds of stick though, see. Uh-huh. Yeah. So heard that before. Yeah. No, it's it's it but it's it's just my idiosyncratic language, Miss Miss Story. That's what it is. That's it. <laughs> I grew up with Harry Potter. It defined my life ever yeah. since I was in elementary school all the way to the point where the seventh Harry Potter book. The night it came out, mm-hmm. I had actually just lost most of my sight. So that was the first book I ever read on uh, CDs. And so my mom stood in line for hours so that when that book dropped, she bought it. And oh, she brought yeah. it home to me. And oh. I spent all night just laying there next to my PS2 listening to it. Nice. Oh, very cool. And you can get into a huge argument with people as to which version of the Harry Potter books is the best. I've I've listened to a half hour of arguments. Some people like the NLS version. Others hate it and love the ones that were, I think it was on Audible. And there were other versions. There's at least three or four different versions read. 
the the one the one on Audible was by Dale. What was his first um, name? I don't remember. I have to go back and look. And and the the English one was um, I thought was, it was quite good. Was was done by um, Fry. Yes. Um, is it is it Christopher? No. Nope. And it's not David. This <sighs> is annoying. It, the, 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 there are actually a couple of books on Bard now that Fry reads. Yes. Um, and there is a wonderful um, one credit audible book that he reads, which is the complete the complete works of Sherlock Holmes. Oh wow. Oh okay. Um and, and oh, he wow. does a wonderful job with that. But I have never heard the Fry version. And, oh, it's and quite of course good. the yeah, the nice thing is that the Dale version is now available on Bard. I will get it to you. I believe yeah. is, it, is it Stephen Fry? It is Stephen. Fry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the, the, a lot of people who I respect say the Stephen Fry version is best. It's quite good. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but th- there is there is the. The Braille Harry Potter too, which is 